Welcome to the Seductive Traveler Podcast, hosting by Henrik and Adam. This is the place where we'll be talking about seduction, traveling, exploring the world, lifestyle changes, and much, much more. This is the Seductive Traveler Podcast. Hola chicos y chicas, this is the Seductive Traveler podcast, it's back, Adam Henrik and we have our guest, our usual guest with us, Buba. This podcast will be uh, on a very interesting topic, I would say. Buba just came back from Ecuador, uh, from a vision quest, and if you don't know what the vision quest is, I can tell you that in the ancient cultures of South American tribes, but not only South American tribes, actually all over the world, uh, vision quests were ceremonies or maybe like um, sort of events designed for young boys to transition to masculinity. Uh, it was a special day for a kid to do a vision quest. After many years, he was prepared uh, that he was prepared to become a man he would finally be going to pass his exam so leave his childish stuff behind him and move on to becoming a man uh, a boy like that would be prepared by the man to do this and then they would just send him to the bushes uh, without food or water and just ask him to uh, to survive there basically to find his vision to find his purpose, to find his animal spirit. And when he's done with this, uh, then he's ready to come back to the village and stand next to the man. The village would celebrate this event as they would gain a new man in the tribe. And the vision quest that Buba went to uh, in Ecuador uh, was some sort of this kind of a ceremony. It was more moderated. And he will tell us about about this today so hello Buba hello hello Henrik hello uh, Buba I have the first question for you um, how did the idea of taking vision quest come to your mind and why did you decide to do it first of all I would like to extend the what Adam said about the vision quest vision quest is as far as I know and was uh, what I learned about is also the uh, mostly people from the south and the nor north it's uh, saying no sa south and or the north it's mostly st uh, mentioned uh, uh, meant the uh, south america and north america uh, now in, in the garden botanical garden where it's supposed to be quiet but it's you know, kind of music and everything okay um, so and uh, this is the series of uh, of events uh, to um, to get from the childhood into the manhood, but it's also um, meant to uh, meet yourself in uh, psychological or spiritual 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 way. It's uh, much less about the survival as such. It's not about surviving and hunting and providing uh, physical. Uh, physical on the physical layer uh, the, the
the manhood. So the question was how I came to the uh, to the idea of um, of vision quest. Last year, when I came first time to Ecuador for uh, doing uh, uh, for doing the ceremonies of ayahuasca, San Pedro, uh, regular uh, regular retreat of one of the tribe in here. The time after it, a uh, couple of participants, including Adam and myself, spent in a little town on the co on the coast uh, of Pacific Ocean, and actually the same place, uh, the shaman with his uh, with his family also spent the Christmas over, and we had uh, some time to spend to li uh, to yeah to talk a little bit, and then during this time I started asking several questions to uh, to Santiago, to our shaman about uh, in general I and mean basically about the similarities between the rituals they do and the Christianity because I during the rituals and during the uh, retreat I recognize some some similarities and uh, after some explanations I got an answer hmm, if you're more interested in it I this, these are words of the shaman. If you're interested in it, Buba, then you're supposed to come to and do the vision quest. And that was the first step, the first momentum I heard about, maybe not heard, but when I thought about doing the vision quest. <sighs> doing so, so basically, you, your the idea of doing this didn't come from the core of wanting to do the ceremony of uh, moving from a boy to a man it was something more like spiritual discovery for you right and uh, um, I don't want to interrupt you so maybe continue on that. Mm. no at the time being on the coast there uh, it was probably the first time I heard about the vision quest uh, I heard the term for the very first time and uh, I didn't I didn't know what this actually is and I thought yeah the way they describe it is a vision quest but might be something dif uh, different and <coughs> the months after uh, after the retreat I spent changing things in my life which is not a point or if a point of on the timeline it takes it's it's more the process which takes weeks months for some people even years and one day I decided and I thought uh, let's contact the shaman again and ask him for uh, for something more I mean more some more retreats uh, that I'm interested in some doing the next step maybe more intense or doing doing the next the next step and it was mid of, of August and they promised to contact me time was passing by and passing by and passing by and I thought okay it's not gonna happen to 2019 anymore and somewhere in end very end of October I got contacted that beginning of December by the way Buba there is a, a masculine initiation including the vision quest are you interested <laughs> and yeah I was feeling the call I was feeling that actually it's I was from my heart it was coming I need to do that whatever is it yes mm, cool uh, man uh, did you have to prepare yourself for this somehow because you sign, signed up for that 
Were there any requirements for participants? Could anybody do it? Or, and you know, like the organizers, did they have some sort of requirements ask you to prepare this and change the diet or something like that before you attend? No, in earlier ages or earlier years, it was very close to the Western world. It's more for the tribes and for the members of the tribe. And someone in sixties, what I sixty seventies, they opened for up for uh, for Western or not just Western, but for the outer world. And um, in this particular case, because they are all tribes and all groups, they're doing it probably a little bit different. But in here. Uh, first and the most important thing you needed an invitation so th it wasn't that you could go online and website and find it you needed the uh, invitation from the shaman to get into it so it's uh, invitation means more uh, he he had to know you before at least had some reference about you whether you're ready okay R prerequisites um, I knew that uh, uh, I knew that you need to prepare yourself, your physical shape, because one of the part was a long hike to the high mountains, so you needed to be in the good shape, physical ones, you needed some diet, uh, it's all about the physical shape, that it's not, that the body will not uh, block you or do a limit on, on you, uh, but I didn't get any particular list of uh, particular list of prerequisites so no there were how, how about the how about the time did you, how much time did you get to prepare yourself before you went on that vision quest so as I said I got to know it uh, somewhere five weeks before the the retreat started I needed to prepare myself first in the in the daily business right so get uh, days off to finish the year and uh, do the organizational things mm. did you ask how much time i had for it yeah ah, five weeks it was like five weeks for it cool. uh, so so you took your holidays you decided to go for it uh, you prepared yourself uh, can you tell us something about how the vision quest actually looked like for you? How many days have you been there on this retreat and on this journey to the mountain? Like if you describe the structure of this event and, uh, you know, uh, yeah, what did you have any supervision there? Mm, yeah, what was the plan in case of some, some emergency situation would happen? If you were bitten by by a snake or something like this, for example, but in general, how did it how did it look like and how it was it organized? How was it going? Just tell us something about it. When I got the invitation, I did, uh, the very first feeling was that I want to do that, but exactly the things the, from the um, organizational things, like I, my mind needs to know everything, all, all these details. Um, where I gonna sleep? Where I gonna? Uh, what I gonna eat? Where? How much it takes the time? And uh, in my case, I felt that the physical, physical part of me, so my body, all these things, that I fully trust the shaman that they know what uh, what they do and all, all i need to is prepare myself mentally or um, with my heart with my soul 
uh, all these things. So it's actually I just got just little little information about uh, things to be taken. For example, hiking boots, uh, uh, hiking boots and uh, rubber boots. Rubber boots because we gone, uh, uh, it was planned to hike the mountain with the on the muddy way, muddy for two three hours. So and that's I need a sleeping bag and it's actually all I knew. So I decided to trust fully and uh, meditate uh, to to prepare myself on the spiritual level as much as as good as I can myself. Okay, uh, the retreat or this initiation itself was actually uh, I would say it was uh, set up out of three parts first part was hike to the lagoon to the lake in the high in the mountains uh, hidden or surrounded by uh, Al Altar Al Altar is a set of mountains and it's a, a inactive volcano in central Ecuador and in there there's a lake called Lagoon which is fed by glaciers uh, from the mountains and out of it they, the uh, waterfall goes out of there and the water flows with the creeks rivers farther so this part was good uh, for me it was like getting back to the roots to see uh, start recognizing feeling what the what the water is that it's not just the way we consume every day um, starting with cup of coffee starting the day with cup of coffee then taking a shower and letting this flow without an end and then polluting it endless it's the seeing how um, the importance of water in in the life this hike was uh, we took uh, it was for f three, four days, and uh, <clears throat> the main point was to get uh, initiated in the lagoons, kind of bap uh, baptized in the in the lagoon. So we put some um, sacrifices to the to the nature, brought back some. Uh, the idea of doing it it's uh, not just taking out of the nature things but also bringing uh, uh, things back uh, it's a more uh, kind of sign it's kind of uh, ritual and then we had a, a swim in, into this uh, within this lake but the lake is was covering the crater of the volcano so actually we were <laughs> nobody was forbidding us but it was said to us don't go too far away because m it might be that you will never come back because there are some mm, some powers bringing people down there yeah on the altitude of 4500 600 we did it uh, the first visions came there we saw the huge beauty of the of the nature of the glacier I could see the rainbow from the top from the top uh, so it was under me which is pretty spectacular things mostly we see it above us right uh, we could see condor which is the the bird of condor which is uh, s 
holy bird to most of the countries in South America and it's uh, in coat of arms of most of them and this was a good sign uh, thereafter and, and this initiation we did on San Pedro we had some we were under influence of the extract of San Pedro making our senses like this uh, our eyes our uh, smell our ears, ears much more sensitive uh, physically pretty exhausting thing when we came down everybody was stoned to the ground the second part um, started with their bus ride half a day bus ride back uh, to the retreat center where where we started preparing for the vision quest and we started preparing for uh, also for um, ceremonies in the mountains with uh, with the shaman San Pedro Cambo cleaning our bodies but vision curse itself um, first time I heard that it's actually not one vision curse there is a series of vision curse was there it's actually there one supposed to do four vision quests before it's allowed to do sundance sundance is another level of abstraction it's another part of part of the, the ceremony okay so each vision quest is dedicated to different direction of the world we start with the east where the sun goes up then goes to the south west and north and it's different dedication for uh, such uh, for these rituals first one starts mostly with the water the meaning of the water that the water is the life because each such uh, ceremony lasts four days and four nights so uh, not uh, consuming anything for these four days supposed to make us thinking about this uh, just to, to say shortly ab uh, short about the second, third and fourth is, uh, second is for the family, third one is for community and fourth one is for yourself praying for yourself mm, ceremony was we started preparing the, our prayings uh, the magic number of 108 uh, 108 is also the uh, I forgot right now. 108 has some magic meaning in, in the nature of astrology also. But we prepared 108 uh, prayings. And then it started. Of course, we were closer to the uh, to, to vision quest. More questions for some of us. More fears came up what we supposed to do there what can we take with us but shamans were pretty calm quiet providing very little information one of it was simply actually all you need is sleeping bag and a raincoat and don't treat it as survival don't take it as physical uh, proof take it more for uh, for your inner part what you're gonna do there it's up to you 
but what we c definitely couldn't take with us no water no food no light so any torch any lighter to make fire any book and nothing to write down all you have is sleeping bag raincoat and they provide you some mm, plastic bag uh, that actually when you sleep and it starts raining that you don't get wet there uh, the square just to keep the square is a little one it's, we have we're on the slope of the mountain facing to the uh, to the northwest to the northwest uh, with uh, some views on the mountain on the river on the nature um, so first of all we didn't see anybody so we didn't see each other it is said this way uh, we couldn't talk we couldn't eat we couldn't drink uh, you could meditate you could pray you could um, also rest somewhere around was also the shaman doing his uh, his job his job was to keep the fire and what he said to us he's gonna try to contact us in the uh, subconscious way how he was doing it I have no clue uh, so everybody had different ah and the very important thing is uh, an intention an intent why we want to go there what do we want to achieve what we want to do there and uh, seven of us seven guys joined and uh, and one woman the woman was the wife of the shaman wife of the shaman wa uh, was doing her third uh, vision quest so it was the west one and all the rest were doing the red ones so th the east ones mm. yes this i came up mm -hmm. to can you that's fascinating man can you can you tell us uh, a little bit more about the location because now i imagine it was like in the mountains somewhere on the top you were alone there was like nobody, the shaman was somewhere close by, but you already couldn't contact him otherwise than mentally. And the other guys were also somewhere there. But uh, how did it look like? Were you in the forest, in the like, jungle, or was it a ha little hut or w under the tree, uh, sleeping with some sleeping bag? Uh, can you describe a little bit the location where you stayed for all those four days with no food and no water? The area was... <laughs> The area was more or less, I would say, no more than five square meters, six square meters, uh, definitely no more of it. And we are also not allowed to leave this area. We're supposed to stay there. Um, we suppose just, just in emergency cases, uh, start talking, screaming, of, of, uh, screaming for help. I don't know whether in case the snake would come there or mm, something happens and this ex uh, about the snake it was exactly a night before we left to uh, we left to to the mountain in the center at the retreat center on the balcony there uh, and a snake appeared or showed up snake doesn't have to be just the bad sign but of course everybody got scared scared and uh, what's gonna happen in there uh, so up there in the mountain we had i had a view on the on the 
on the town. I had view in the background there were mountains. In the foreground there was there were trees, several trees. But there was no protection from the sun in such sense that we didn't have any roof. We had some trees, but these trees <laughs> they were giving some shadows, some shades, but in my case it was difficult to hide from the sun in the natural way to find a spot without sun uh, and as, as I stated before it was no more uh, not about the survival it's what I took into my heart and I I think I didn't have any moment in doing the, the this this time uh, up uphill I had to contact anybody did you did you have like some during that time some physical pain in your body which comes from like lack of water you wanted so much the water or so much the food that you were suffering in some sort of a way did you experience some like kind of negative feelings during this time and also tell us how does it feel to like have like zero distractions for for the in in a sense of no cell phones we are so much used to using the cell phones all the time like you know finding some reason to look at the screen whenever we feel like bored and you were there with nothing like zero just yourself and the nature so tell us something about both of these things this brought exactly the feeling how much time do we have if somebody says I have no time it means more it means more uh, it has more meaning to me I'm not organized we have so much time we cannot even imagine these four days and four nights I even forgot the time exists it was of course uh, I didn't have any watch so I didn't have any uh, to, to see what time is it only thing I could see is the Sun which was uh, during obviously during the daytime but uh, not uh, not every moment because it was also the um, uh, days where, where it was cloudy so I even didn't have the feeling of the time uh, I would say there were different stages of the stay over up over there because at the beginning we st still have in our fresh in our mind something about uh, exactly cell phone about the internet we have some uh, still something uh, some discussions from the breakfast or the lunch uh, a day before with, uh, with guys in the center uh, we still have some uh, aspects of our life we left behind us before the vision cost and with the time Okay, the physical one, I don't didn't concentrate much on, on it, uh, whether I had pain, yeah, we were, nobody forced us to stay in one position, you could uh, lie down, you could sit, you could uh, be on, on your knees, you can be on your feet and watch, so physical pain, I didn't have, what I had, it was, uh, lack of food is not a problem at all uh, at least for me with the water i wasn't sure that much 
but it ap appeared that of course I was feeling the, uh, the time thirsty, but I discovered that our body is, is, is such machine that it has enough energy saved and I was observing this feeling but a feeling that I need to uh, uh, quit quit and go down to have a glass of water I didn't have mm. Does it answer your question in any way? Yeah, thanks, thanks, that's, that's cool uh, So you, you're a strong man, you can survive a long time with no water not everybody is capable of doing this uh, and this brings me to another question actually but uh, I, maybe I mm. say something one, two more sentences about it actually I realized after the four days when the summon came and said we uh, the vision quest is over let's go down uh, I realized that uh, based on the lack of water and words being said and water food and these words I could stay there even a couple more days so getting I think everybody's ready well, ready might be ready to spend time without water kind of being an astrid yeah but still uh, you told me before when we were chatting it at home uh, that there were guys who did not make it uh, and uh, can, can you maybe elaborate on this one did you guys discuss why didn't they make it and what was the biggest like pain point or reason why why you would not succeed with uh, staying four days with no food no water on the mountain no people people were coming uh, coming with different intents they were coming with different ideas about this there were people coming for so from different cultures in different age so the variety of us there was pretty big one and um, even <laughs> I learned that uh, to dis to verbalize things afterwards, the feelings to outer world is pretty big challenge to say. So the guys also explaining why it happened. It's uh, I had this fe the feeling it was coming very hard to them to to describe it how. But one of them, one of us which was actually pretty close sitting pretty close to my, uh, to my place mm. what i learned his expectations were too high in my words i would say it's not they were too high he had the expectations so i'm ready i go for something Please, great spirit, God, or somebody come to me and talk to me. And as the time was passing by, as the time pa was passing by, they start. Uh, he started get uh, to be get confused that uh, he's there. He's getting the physical pain, and nothing's coming. He's ready, and the great spirit slash god is not coming to him and the confusion was pretty big one uh, he quit at the beginning of 
day number two. Uh, the this guy was pretty uh, was the oldest out of us, so I was surprised about this that about these expectations. Other guy, what he explained, he in my eyes he wasn't ready for this. He wasn't ready in the sense he was too much in the materialistic world. He was too much in the in the cell phone, in the online world. He was too much he, he probably didn't spend much time with him uh, on on his uh, with his with him alone or somewhere in the nature. And he got scared there that uh, I don't know that some animal will attack him. And he also quit on the day number two. The there was the other guy, uh, the second guy, and the third guy who quit. He. was pretty young guy with lots of experience in different uh, different spiritual things uh, he also did vipassana he did shamanism he did lots of ayahuascas and his explanation was that he can get into one thing for a long time but to make a mixture and doing kind of vipassana and uh, meditation and watching the world to mix these things together it was overwhelming him in my eyes my perspective <laughs> as i saw and i remember him from the mountain and since I spent also sometimes in the in the high mountains before hiking the some of the peaks, I started recognizing some patterns. He was not ready physically, and he was this guy. In my eyes, my perception, uh, he didn't go to the f uh, to the spiritual w uh, world. He stayed too much into uh, within his body and this made him to quit quit also day two all of them quit on the day two okay man but that's interesting and what like uh brings me to the next question i wanted to ask you um uh, was there like a tough moment for you as well like uh, the, the scariest most challenging moment that you were thinking like shit maybe i should give up as well no i didn't have the moment to uh, to give up or to be scared, it were even the n at the beginning. I thought that the nights will be uh, tough moments because first of all I gonna be tired. Uh, another thing I gonna sleep and I will not have control what's gonna um, go on me and uh, and the animal is gonna bite me, even if I'm in sleeping bag. But this appeared not to be a problem at the night starting from night sec second or third night uh, I even didn't use the sleeping bag I was sleeping on the ground uh, uh, we have a thermomite also we had some something that we don't lie on the cold uh, ground 
so it was another thing we had uh, next to the sleeping bag. Uh, scariest moment? Mm, I didn't have such. Uh, the f to give up, I I didn't have the moments I thought it's too much for me. I gonna leave. Uh, there were moments when I thought that this thing will never end. Sometimes I thought, yeah, is it day number three? I think it's already end uh, number uh, day number four. So the time was so long up there. Uh, I think this depends on our internal, how we prepare, or what we expect out of there. And I personally explained to myself don't take don't let the mind to take over so control thing oh, oh it's already end of the, the second day uh, things the visions supposed to start coming to you no I thought if it's gonna come it's gonna come uh, if it's not gonna come it's probably not the time to come um, Um, I also took pretty much time for myself there to observe the nature, to rest, because to meditate for a long time in the f uh, in the full sun, and we had two days of full uh, or one half days uh, of full sun. It's pretty exhausting, so you cannot simply concentrate or being with closed eyes with in the posture and bum this is a tough one so i decided that sometimes i need watch the nature the nature in the far in the far so the mountains are also very close to me so the the nearest tree uh, the nearest uh, piece of ground where also the bees were going in and out um, to watch how to Mm, how this nature changes during the daytime, nighttime, during the wind, or uh, while, while it's raining. So seeing, okay, now I can call it. I didn't know it before to see the diversity of the of the place over the time, changing over the time, and I think. Okay, since I succeeded, I finished this one, so it's kind of successful strategy. But uh, any thoughts or visions, they might also come uh, during the resting time. It doesn't have to be meditation time, right? If you rest, rest physically, you lie on the ground. It's also f uh, ideas or thoughts or vision, or you call it... Uh, things coming to you okay so in one sentence I didn't have uh, moments to quit I didn't think about this I didn't think sounds cool you're a tough man <laughs> uh, yeah brings me to next question uh, so you've been there for four days you didn't quit the vision quest ended you're here with us right now in beautiful Medellin Colombia we're super glad to have you here can you tell us what was the early effect of this vision quest on you like do you feel any changes happening within you or in you that uh, changes that happened after doing the vision quest that are like visible and you feel them 
I would say there are several things, most of these things are, it's again not an event, it's a process. So it's not that uh, I realize something after, go down and now start doing things. Definitely what I recognize, and these are mostly not big things, but I recognize uh, that uh, all we have is our heart and love is seriously all we have. We don't have uh, anything else. You stay long there, you don't have anything. It's even your body is not important. You can... the, f the pain... Yeah, it's there. Of course, it gives you some signals. It lets lets you know that something's going on there. But love is all you need, all you have. Mm. What I learned is about also about the water. Mm. To treat it with the care, don't over or misusing it. When I came down the first sip of the water or and then on the of the uh, watermelon juice <laughs> was very tasty i tell you <laughs> enhanced your taste uh, no sense of taste uh, yes and then mm, actually with some of the guys who also finished the vision quest we somehow agreed on one thing that the real vision quest starts just after the vision quest so how are we gonna bring things we realize up there to daily life once i went to the city i went to the uh, to cuenca in south ecuador this consumption, the pollution, air po pollution, the high traffic and people eating like like crazy. I realize, man, do we really need it? Is it all our existence about the consumption and about just having, taking, taking and taking more? Mm, I start, but it's not easy thing, but I start implementing <laughs> start implementing things from the up there get out of the materialistic things be beyond this layer minimalistic so having less is sometimes more mm, sounds fantastic this is really deep i love it it's so deep and nice um so to summarize this actually I have also another set of questions for you um, first of all, will you do? You said there were f there are four vision quests that you're supposed to be doing. So will you do another one? You know, in order to get the holy pipe and to be blessed to do similar mm, rituals on your own, because one can say, yeah, but I can do it without shamans. Yes, of course everybody can but uh, there are some teaching some learnings there are also discussions with uh, someone how why uh, uh, to do how to deal with tobacco how to deal with this uh, science okay now the question is whether i gonna do another vision quest this really depends because mm, 
on the layer on the level of the of the mind wise we can say yeah next december december 2020 i'm back to ecuador gonna do that this might be said so but for me first i need to digest and wor work on things from the visual quest i just had and uh, to feel it innerly whether i need maybe not whether i need but whether i'm ready to do another level so first i need to hit the roof of the first vision quest learnings or teachings if as long as i don't do that i'm probably not really ready would be not really ready for doing another one mm. so probably i will do but it's matter matter of time when and the celavi the life will show what's you know the life will show me mm, yeah sounds cool uh, so you're gonna be waiting for a, a visionary sign to let you know if the next one is for you or not yeah that's cool uh, would you would you recommend doing this vision quest to others and if yes then to whom to to women to men to boys to people like just tell us some your thoughts <clears throat> you know, initially it was thought for the young boys or for the teenagers to go to uh, adulthood. The, these days, maybe it's also in the tribes, it's still being kept so. In, uh, for the guys, for, for the guys, for the people from the Western world, uh, I think this might be done by everybody, but, and everybody can go through it but as i said whether i'm ready for uh, whether i gonna do the second vision quest it's probably the same for f uh, first vision quest so one needs to feel it first of course how to feel whether no, uh, somebody doesn't know uh, what is it really i also had this i was also on the stage i didn't know and i was feeling it's first of all do you feel comfortable with things you're doing or how you not just with with the things you're doing how you're doing how you spend how do you spend your time given here on this earth do you want to get rid of the uh, materialistic way uh, materialistic world and mind controlled things if there is an answer uh, yes answer to any of these questions you're probably on the path to the vision quest however before doing vision quest i would recommend to do i think some of these rituals of of the tribe so there are several uh, many of them but just two of them the san pedro and ayahuasca and uh, see how it works on you and this is gender independent this is might be boy guy woman or girl so yes it's i would recommend it to everybody with kind of preparation sounds good i'm asking because i'm considering as well doing one probably next year so 
but maybe I do a vipassana before. We'll see. I should probably. That, that's what my my spirit is telling me. But I feel like the need to do a, a vision quest as well. It's of course exactly. This is one of the things. There's no one path only. There's no one truth. This is the path you need to do ayahuasca first. Six months later, uh, do this or that. The, the ways are completely different. Uh, we are seven people, uh, seven people pr plus wife of the shaman doing things, uh, and everybody came from different things. I was actually the guy who knew probably the the less uh, about the vision quest of it, uh, about the vision quest. Others were preparing already themselves three or four years. Uh, some of them went through vipassana before. Others. Uh, we're doing long, uh, long, very long hikes through the mountains to find to uh, find themselves to recognize what the purpose of life and this and that. So there is no one truth. The diversity of the world or of the perspectives of lives it's so broad that it's. From my perspective, I know my way. For others, for others is um, you need to feel the call. You need to feel. You have the feeling whether you need to do something, and then just do that. Okay, Buba. Thanks for that. That was very deep and nice to hear. Uh, very interesting, and uh, brings me to the next question. I know that you have a job back in Switzerland. And now you're coming back to your work after that vision quest, after being in the nature for so long and for so much and having all these deep thoughts. Uh, did the vision quest have any impact on uh, on this part of your life, your your professional life, your you know desires to relate it with I don't know making money in different ways or living to your passions and visions, stuff like this. Like, please elaborate on this one a little bit. You know, this is when I was preparing myself to the vision quest. Mentally, I was also reading something, and one of this was slavery. What is the slavery? Slavery these days is just the economical one, or the uh, slavery that we uh, that our body is uh, losing the losing the um, somebody enslaves our body. But this is more for me now. It's much more about the state of mind and uh, somebody's being ready to think freely what's freely that's different topic but uh, think freely so not being uh, not being obsessed uh, which makes us enslaved so this comes brings me to another step uh, saying about that uh, uh, everybody has different uh, paths in their life and uh, uh, and there is no one single truth. So, for the very first steps for me, I think it doesn't have any influence what I do uh, on the uh, what I do the daily, whether I work, whether I spend time in uh, playing chess or doing a day game. So, at the beginning, uh, I think to be free I need to free myself so I can still work which is maybe not the best thing in the world but I think 
I will keep working and preparing myself for some other uh, to the change of uh, to the change of uh, daily routine to the change of the daily routine at the end of December 2019 I'm don't consider in the nearest future to quit the job because this so far I changed a little bit my mind I need to to work innerly on myself and this can be done also at the office time so on one hand side I want to leave on the other hand on the other side I stay with this I have but working nature uh, nature uh, being more calm one day it will uh, one day it will come but it's not the highest priority to change these aspects of life okay yeah. that's that's very very interesting view on this it's a little bit different than mine but it's nice to have different opinions and topics and it's interesting that you know after vision quest you get this kind of uh, thoughts in your mind very cool so thanks Buba for sharing this with us I'm sure this uh, topic is super interesting to a lot of guys who are listening to us and we want to bring people like you to the podcast right Henrik that's true yeah the real men who are not afraid of challenging themselves and going a little bit out of the comfort to become better um, yeah so um, yeah, I guess lots of guys would also love to experience this kind of ceremony and transition from not only like boy to man, but also this spiritual transition to like a higher state of consciousness. Um, I'm definitely looking to do a vision quest myself. I don't know about you, Henrik, if you too. We're looking to do some ceremonies like maybe ayahuasca again. And For me, vision quest is not probably necessary right now, but uh, some other, maybe vipassana or the ceremony, as you said. Yeah, so mm -hmm. uh, guys, just uh, keep growing like our friend Buba here and, uh, you know, become more stronger man, more confident. You know, this is also something that helps with the ladies. Uh, so that's all we have for you in this podcast. Uh, I'm definitely looking to having more interview with you, Buba, after some time when you make your changes in life and you feel more from the Vision Quest, more results. We can talk again. Mm, so to you guys, thanks for listening. This is the Seductive Traveler podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Take good care of yourself and we talk to you on the next one. Ciao. Ciao.